Hello and welcome to the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast, the weekend edition. Dun, dun. I am Mark, and today we are, which you already know because you know you saw the title, we've got another Mike Millard recording. This is a first generation recording, which was curated and restored and released by Gems. Bless you, Gems. Made it through the purgatory of Kansas and Journey to a Peter Gabriel show from an album that or supporting supporting an album that I love his third Peter Gabriel self-titled album, which is Melting Face, which is my favorite Peter Gabriel album. It is a creeporama of subject matter, and it is a great album, even though it is guilty of that super compressed gated Phil Collins drum sound, which defined ended up defining the eighties. That dun 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 that uh, Phil Collins uses, he pioneered that on this Peter Gabriel album. What was Phil Collins doing on a Peter Gabriel album, Mark? Well, since Peter Gabriel was the singer of Genesis for Genesis until he left, they were bandmates. Everybody knows that, and if you didn't know that, you know it now. I don't know why I did that. Sorry. Ah, this is June 17th, 1980 at the clubhouse in Santa Ana, California. And this is kind of neato because this is one of those um, kind of open dress rehearsal shows. It's not the official start of the tour. It's it's the warm up to the start of the tour. Kind of like if you saw Zeppelin in Copenhagen in 79 in, in the Falconer Theater as their warm up to the Nepworth show happening just a week later. This show also is noteworthy because it is cut off um, about two-thirds of the way, halfway to two-thirds of the way through, because the goddamn fire marshal and the cops came and closed it down because they had exceeded their capacity. You know those little plaques or the little certificates that are like, fire marshal says, capacity cannot exceed more than 45 people. They exceeded their capacity and got shut down. That's all right, though. We've got some good stuff here, although there's more from that album I would have loved to have heard, but then that I can just find a 1980 tour where they weren't shut down and listen to it. This is also neato because it's it's a small club. There's just, you know, hundreds of people at this show rather than thousands or tens of thousands. So it's it's an interesting vibe because you're hearing like big big numbers from a big artist in a small club. There's a little bit of 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 a uh, cognitive and auditory dissonance there but it's excellent his voice is excellent his content is excellent and uh, of course being a mike millard recording the recording is excellent bless you mike millard saint michael millard best stealth taper stealth taper of legend with his nakamichi 550 cassette recorder and his akg 451e microphones the CK1 cardoid capsules that he would take to these shows and get these unbelievably, unbelievably high fidelity captures. Bless him and bless Gems, the group, for not only locating and cataloging and curating his recordings after his untimely death in 94, um, but then restoring, remastering where necessary and releasing these to the public every weekend, which is why I do these weekend shows. I originally started when the quarantine started 
uh, as something to just lighten the mood of people who are at home. But Jesus, the plague has not ended and it's getting so much worse again. So we'll see what happens. But uh, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. Peter Gabriel, as I mentioned earlier, um, if you are a casual fan of classic rock and you know Peter Gabriel more from the, you know, the mid 80s with his red rain is coming down era or sledgehammer. This is before that and uh, darker, darker stuff, darker stuff. Here's the set list for the show. I'll go through the songs that I know. Um, Opens with Intruder which is the opening track off of the album that he's supporting, the third Peter Gabriel solo album, Melt Face. Intruder is sung from the first-person perspective of somebody who breaks into homes to rob, rape, and probably murder people. Dark. I know something about opening windows and doors. You should listen to that album if you haven't in a while. So good. And that's the first appearance of that Phil Collins big 1980s drum sound. So good stuff. The second track is The Start, a song I can kind of remember. I can't remember what album it's on. Morphing into I Don't Remember, another song off of Meltface. That song you may know because that was a kind of a, a, a minor hit and a release. I think it was a video, too. Third song, Salisbury Hill, the only basically early Peter Gabriel song other than Shock the Monkey that isn't on this album. Milgram's 37. I thought that was on So. Anyway, Modern Love, not the David Bowie version. Not One of Us, another one from Meltface, good song. Lead a Normal Life, Moribund the Burgermeister, a good old Genesis track. Mother of Violence, I don't know. Humdrum, sounds Genesis-y. And then they have to end the show. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. This is rad. And uh, thank you for Gems for releasing it so that I could then evangelize it to the masses. Blessings upon you all. All righty. Let's, what are we going to play first? We're going to start with Intruder. Now, there's a bit of, of banter and talk that I'm going to keep in. And this is a slow build because A, it's a club show. Uh, so they're working things out. It, it is very much a dress rehearsal. So they're not like we have to keep things tight for the masses. People are paying, you know, a smaller fee to see kind of a work in progress. But excellent, excellent song. Very, very intense. The Intruder. See you in a few minutes. Friendos.
Interesting. I like it. <clears throat> it's weird to hear so few people. Like it's obviously a club, and and it's weird to hear Peter Gabriel in that context. Um, must have been awesome to see. It was awesome to hear. I love that song so much. I love this album so much. 
It's a uh, dark subject matter, but great, great songwriting. And what else shall we talk about, people? Well, I don't need to talk about things. I don't need to find things to talk about because we have music to listen to. Yay! See, I worked my way through that. Next song I want to play for you is Salisbury Hill, which I believe is off his first solo album. I'm pretty sure. If not, it's on his second. But it's not on his third. I'll tell you that. And it is... um, You'll recognize this one. It's kind of a classic rock staple. So, I mean, even if you don't know, like if you don't own Peter Gabriel albums or you haven't owned Peter Gabriel albums, this will be one of the songs that you will know. And it is rad and it's a great performance. And uh, shall I tell you who is playing in this band? Seems like I should. Again, this is the Clubhouse in Santa Ana, California on June 17th, 1980. On the very day, Led Zeppelin was back over the pond playing on their final tour of Europe. Or their final tour ever, actually, unfortunately. Um, But here in California, or there in California, since I'm in Oregon, Gabriel's tour, which was called the Tour of China 1984, even though it was 1980, because, you know, British humor and all that. You have John Ellis on guitar. Jerry Morota or Morata on drums, Larry Fast on keyboard, Tony Levin or Levine, Tony Levin, I think, on bass, famous, famous bass player, Stick, uh, and John Giblin or Giblin also on bass, double bass, cool, 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 cool. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Yes, it was over the safety capacity of 342, so the fire marshal and the police showed up. Must have been a, a situation similar to the Beatles' rooftop concert, which occurred on my first birthday, when the cops came up and shut them down because they're like, what the fuck are you doing playing on a roof? Knock it off. And then you 2 copied it because they're you 2 All right. Now I made myself sad. Salisbury Hill, everybody. Grab your things, they've come to take you home. Here we go, friends.
This is the, uh, the Thank you and welcome back to our show. This is the Hut of Markness. I am Mark. Welcome. And we have been listening to Mr. Peter Gabriel playing his concert from June the 17th, 1980, Santa Ana, California, USA. Next, we have our final selection for the evening, which is Family Snapshot. Another track off his third eponymous, eponymous, self-titled, solo album, Melty Face. And Family Snapshot is, as far as I can deduce, about a first-person account of an assassin who is shooting the president from a window in Dallas. I can only assume that it is Lee Harvey Oswald, or a Lee Harvey Oswald-esque character. And it is fairly sympathetic in that it shows that loneliness, isolation, and, of course, deep-seated sense of ostracism and misplaced parental aggression were to blame for his violent outburst. It's a damned good song, and I hope you enjoy it half as much as I do. Now, granted, the subject matter is rather grim, rather unsavory. However, I do propose that the quality of both the performance and the song itself transcend the bad taste which would remain were this song not so superior. I hope you enjoy it, and I shall speak to you once the song has concluded. Once again, this is June 17th, 1980. Peter Gabriel, Family Snapshot. Thank you. Yeah. 
to the light. I like that. That was really good. I gotta listen to that album again. And it's crazy that this one album and this one artist, Peter Gabriel, really had a big hand in shaping the 80s sound. It, it It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy because you've got Tony Levin's uh, stick bass playing, which led to the, you know, kind of the big fretless bass sound of the 80s, including... Tony Franklin and the firm um, and everybody else in the world in the eighties and that gated drum sound. It's all, I mean, Peter Gabriel deserves more props, I think. And uh, in light of that, those are the only songs I was going to play, but 
I mean, this is a short podcast. We're not even to a half hour yet. And uh, my first thought was to pad it with bullshit babble, but I'm, I'm apparently not really in a bullshit babbly place. So there's no real need to do like the old meandering grandpa Simpsons stoned middle-aged man, you know, diatribes and monologues that I, I sometimes do, um, because I don't know, there's no reason for it. Right. And I don't really feel it, so I don't want to force it and be like, yeah, and then there was this time, but it's not real. If uh, Above all else, I try to be real for you folks. You know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's indifferent. Sometimes I do the podcast because it's an obligation and I have to. Sometimes I do the podcast because it's a delight and I want to. Today, I want to. It's fun. It's a good show. It makes me hap, hap, happy. And in light of that, I'm going to throw one more song here. Um, it's a Genesis song, Moribund the Burgermeister. And I threw it on there because although I am not particularly close to this song or even recognize it, I'm sure I've listened to it maybe once um, in my life. A lot of folks are. So if you're listening to this and you're a Peter Gabriel fan, this is for you. Enjoy it. Morgan, 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 Moribund, the Burgermeister. Peter Gabriel, again, still the same show, June 17th, 1980. Thank you, St. Mike Millard, for recording this in such great fidelity and Gems for releasing it in such great fidelity. Here we go. I'll be back in a few.
Hey, guess what? I'm an idiot. Surprise, surprise. That is not a Genesis tune. It sounds like a Genesis tune to me. It sounds like something I would hear off of, you know, Lamb Lies Down. Um, That's my defense for just being wrong. It's actually, it's off of his first Peter Gabriel album. It's the B-side to Salisbury Hill. And it is uh, Morgan, Morbin, the Burgermeister. It's the first track of his solo album from 1977. So not a Genesis track. Apologies. Apologies, everybody. Apologies. I was wrong, but I figured it out. Apparently it's about St. Vitus dance. Cool tune. I liked it. I liked it. Hope you liked it too. Alrighty. There we go. Now we've filled it out enough to be a podcast. I don't have to be ashamed of lengthwise. (laughs) Alrighty, friends. You can find me on Twitter, Heart of Markness, Facebook group, Heart of Markness. Got a hundred plus folks there. They're all real nice. It's a great place to hang out. It's a great place to talk about music. It's a great place to find music, share music, etc. I'm on YouTube as well. And as well as obviously every podcast platform, because you're listening to me on one. And if you like what I do and you're of a mind too, you're welcome to become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash heart of Markness. And what else? YouTube. Yes. If I haven't mentioned it, I have a YouTube channel where I put these up. I don't put the classic rock ones up yet, but I'm working on it. I'm still backfilling my uh, Led Zeppelin content because every Thursday, if you're a first time listener, I do a Led Zeppelin concert uh, like I did this one. Typically, they're about an hour plus each because I'm a Led Zeppelin guy way more than a Peter Gabriel guy. So I have a lot more to say. And Zeppelin songs, you know, can tend to drag on a bit. But before we say adieu, I want to read off the honor roll. My patrons, these are the titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of Markness. So a big thank you to Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, 
Tracy, David, Peter, Mark, Other David, Bonzo Billy, and Mimo. Thank you people for allowing me to do this, to pursue this, and take it from a, an occasional indulgence to a hobby to an avocation. I enjoy doing this. I want to conti- continue to do this, and I want to develop it and make it a little, uh, you know, a little bigger, more popular perhaps. Or I don't know. I don't know how to firm up or what the next direction to go in, if there is one. Or just tighten this up and be a little more professional, perhaps, with the you know production and release and uh, presentation of this show. But thank you very much for listening, everybody. I may do another one of these classic rock ones this weekend. I've got the house to myself. Hallelujah! And uh, who knows, if I get giddy and all wound up, I may do another podcast or two as I am known to do now and again. All right, friends, if you don't hear from me before, then you will hear from me Thursday, unless I die, um, for the Led Zeppelin podcast. And I don't know what it's going to be, although I'm thinking of keeping it in the Winterland 69 era, but who knows? Thursday's a long way away, and let's see what happens. Okay, everybody, be good to yourself and each other, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much for listening.